Join Discovery Bank to experience the most innovative digital banking products and features at your fingertips. Open your account in minutes and transact immediately with your free virtual card. Get more from your money, pay less interest on your credit and earn more on your savings. Enjoy smart ways to pay medical expenses and get flexible gym visits with Vitality Pay as You Gym through Discovery Pay. Track your spend with our smart budgeting tools for a real-time view of your finances. Get all this and more. The future of banking now. Your inspiration radio, Vuga Online. Another show, another week. Um, how are all of you? I've been hearing lots of a lot from you on social media, lots of questions about different shows. And so I love the interaction and keep going. All right. So you know that the show is all about healthcare professionals. It's very much about healthcare as a as a place, okay, that has people. And it's also about how do we take the unknown subjects that we don't talk about and make sure that we do talk about them. And when you think of it, us do human better in that no matter what industry you work, work in, no matter what you do, we need to be able to do human better. So what I was thinking about for the show is something that, that affects all of us in that we're all experts in one part of what it is that we do, but we may not necessarily be experts in all of it. You know, we might have a calling and a passion for being a chef. We might have a calling and a passion for um, looking after children. But when it comes to the business side of matters where we can't just hide away behind our, our expertise or our passion, a lot of us as professionals come unstuck. And so after the break, I'm going to be introducing you to my guest, who's going to be helping us in that exact part. So let's go for that break, and we'll see you soon. SA's lowest cost bank account is here. No monthly fees, no debit orders, and free money transfers. Now you can do even more from your phone for free, like pay bills and buy airtime or data. And it works on any phone. Register via the ShopRite app or dial this number. Powered by ShopRite. You're listening to Vuga Online. Welcome back. You tuned to Healthcare Hour with Colin Quist. Today's show is all about something called financial literacy and knowing about how to run a business when we might be experts in what we do, but not in all aspects of the business. So my guest today is Nasira Turkey. Um, I call her Naz, and sometimes I don't always pronounce her first name correctly, so we'll just call her Naz. Um, and Naz is a financial coach. She is an entrepreneur, and she also is a global motivational speaker. So welcome, Naz. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Colleen, for having me. All right. So because all my guests are people, let's hear more about you. How did you get into this this kind of range of work that you do? So um, it started 29 years ago, believe it or not. Um, and it was by chance that, you know, I happened to uh, fall into the financial sector. But I think it's my passion and drive that has still kept me around. 
And um, so I have two parts to my business. So one is Azuri Capital Coaching. That's where the coaching comes in, in terms of financial literacy. And then I, la- I run Legacy Wealth Solutions, which is a financial services provider house. But, you know, on the bigger scale, my passion um, came about from seeing many, many people have issues with regards to their financial situation. And that actually uh, helped me. You know, every single person has a story and has a, a, a story behind why they do what they do. And my purpose was my own story that led me to want to be a financial coach and to assist people and businesses to find um, what they're missing. You know, just like you need a life coach in, in life, it's your life issues. You also have financial issues. And be you, you know, be uh, the person could be a, an entrepreneur, a small medium enterprise. Um, money is always an issue. And, and money is also the, 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 the start to a good adventure. And it also can lead to the end of relationships, you know. So I think having to understand what it is that you need assistance with when it comes to your financial situation. All right. So I think both of us as coaches, we totally see how the emotion that people have, because, you know, let's, you know, so you could be a doctor, you could be a physiotherapist, you could be not even in healthcare. Maybe you're a plumber, electrician, any kind of entrepreneur, or you work for a big corporate. You still have got to like sit with your own budget, your own like money in, money out. What are we going to do with it? Absolutely. And I think, you know, that normal cliche, you know, a a plumber normally leaves his own plumbing to the last. And that's what happens in the financial, you know, space is that you're always, you know, as a professional, you are good at your job. You're good at being a professional and you need another professional to be able to assist you in the areas that you don't have the expertise. And that's where you and I come in. You know, we have the expertise, we have the tools, we can assist you in areas that you don't have sound, sound financial advice in, 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 in my uh, space. Sound financial literacy helps you to not only build financial wealth, it helps you to build capital in your business as an entrepreneur to see certain opportunities that necessarily wouldn't do because you are focused only on the job that you are good at. Um, And that can also lead to a positive and negative. You know, you could have burnout because you don't know how to pay your bills properly. You're not budgeting properly. You're not employing the right type of skilled staff that you need, or you are not retaining your staff because you don't have the correct type of policies or information that you would need to be able to facilitate that. And in turn, you would end up having to lose out on good revenue where your business could be growing. and, and, And that could be detrimental in the long run. So what I really like about that is, is, is often, you know, as professionals, as, you know, like as entrepreneurs, where you're an expert in a specific area, then when it comes to the financial side, a lot of people have got their own narratives about money, about numbers, not even money, when it's numbers, about like how many of your products did you sell, how many products didn't you sell, which obviously all links to money. Um, and I think also for me with having a sales background that I've been surprised at how many people don't look at what's happening from a, from a numbers point of view, let alone whether it's, it's money or not. Um, and so there it's just, you don't have to know 
but surround yourself with professionals that you can trust that do know for you. And also like from an expertise point of view that you could probably ramble off the tax act and the this act and the section something of something or other and we all go, huh, what? Okay. Um, and like you may even have to think about now when's tax due? When do I have to pay tax? What's the level of? Yeah, so take us through some of that. I think, you know, firstly, uh, certain businesses are uh, positioned in certain ways, meaning the way your business is registered. So whether you're PTY limited, whether you're an Inc., uh, whether you're CC, or whether you're also just a, a sole proprietor. So each of those things has certain rules to it. So in terms of your tax threshold, you have certain rules to it. In terms of tax submission, you know, you would be either a provisional taxpayer and you need to know that come February, you've got to make sure that you have access to funds to be able to pay for your tax. But come August, the balance of that money needs to also be paid. You know, and then you've got your PAYE, you've got your skills development, your URF. Are you making sure that you have plans and sufficient funds put away? If you are a vendor that uh, puts on VAT, you know, every two months, you've got to make sure that your VAT is submitted. Otherwise, I mean, a lot of businesses tend to miss out on the VAT submission. They sit with penalties and all of a sudden you've got this one million rand VAT bill and you don't have funds because you've never accommodated for it. You didn't plan for it. So I think sitting down with an expert not only highlights that from a business perspective, but then you also have the personal expenses that a business could utilize and you being the owner of the business. For example, retirement planning, your medical aid contributions. Are you utilizing it correctly in your business? Are you taking the full advantage of that tax deductibility? Uh, you know, are you are you making sure that your staff is being taken care of? If you've got staff that has been around, you know, with you, they're loyal. They're loyal to you and loyal to your brand. Uh, do you have a pension problem fund for them? You know, I uh, do you have your will and your estate planning? Do you have succession planning in your business? Should something happen to you from a health perspective, have you taken care of that? So now I'm sure that the audience sitting there listening to you have actually stopped breathing that <laughs> with, with all those things, you know, all those, oh, P-A-Y-E, U-I-F, da-da-da, whatever, like, oh, no, no, no. And you see, let me remind you as the life coach to say, you know what, let's breathe. You need to know enough about it to make sure that you're working with somebody who's not going to take advantage of you but you don't have to be able to write a PhD on UIF. We leave that to Naz. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's just like you're an expert. So just say, for example, uh, you know, one of people that are listening is a dentist. I'm not a dentist. I, I need a dentist. I don't know where the toothache is coming from, but I need someone to come and assist me to be able to find what is the root of my pain and to be able to then give me a plan. You know, whether I would need root canal treatment, whether I need to save the tooth, do I need to go on painkillers, do I need to go on antibiotics, there's a plan. So my doctor would then come in with a plan. So I'm your financial doctor. <laughs> you know, I come in with a plan. I sit down and I break it down. I don't expect you to understand the jargon. I don't expect you to understand how it's going to work. What you need to understand is that I can give you a solution. I can hold your hand. You know, I can give you tools that can assist you to streamline your business and your personal life that would then, because think about it, your personal life does affect your business life and your business life does affect your personal life. 
So, you know, stress plays a huge role in terms of money. You know, when you can't pay your rent and you can't pay your staff and you can't pay yourself, that's stress. Because that stress in turn leads to other health issues, emotional issues, and the fear of not being able to provide for your family or the fear of not being able to provide for your staff because you have to pay a salary. Um, those are very, very emotional things. And to be able to have someone that can sit with you and draw up a plan can also find opportunities for you because that's also another thing that I do. You know, we sit down and we look at different financial opportunities, opportunities that your business, small enterprise, doesn't matter which, you know, type of business um, practice that you have, but we could look at opportunities that you haven't even seen before because you are so clouded with the fact that I have financial issues and you know the, the 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 liabilities are mounting up and I don't have enough money to be able to pay for those things so I end up borrowing more money the more money I borrow the more I put myself into a financial situation and I think that's where you need expertise okay so on that reassuring thought let's pop out and pay the bills by listening to our adverts in our break and then we'll be back for more reassuring, um, reassuringness. Don't know if that's a word, but it is now. Yes, let's go for that break. Go local, go global. Discovery Bank brings you Vitality Travel, the world's first shared value travel booking platform with the widest range of travel partners than ever before. Your healthy behaviors get you those bigger discounts. Up to 75% off local and international flights, discounts on accommodation, car hire, and amazing travel packages. Join Discovery Bank today and go everywhere with Vitality Travel. Discovery Bank, the future of banking, now. Right here, right now, the best tunes of all times. Welcome back. you tuned to Healthcare Hour with Colleen Quist. Today's show is about financial literacy. It's about numbers. It's about the fear of those numbers and how often as professionals, we don't really know the ins and outs of all these, these strange things that give us heart palpitations. And often as people who own businesses, who's entrepreneurs, or even if you work in corporate, we don't know what's best or what's not best. And sometimes we don't see the big picture. We just sit on one little piece of the jigsaw puzzle. And that little piece scares us. So we've been talking to Naz Turkey, who as a financial coach and entrepreneur and also a global motivational speaker, she's rolling everything in one for us today. Um, it's just about us saying, okay, first of all, let's just breathe. All right. It's also then about reaching out of, of not being, of thinking that, but you should know, you know, for example, you might be thinking, I'm a doctor. I should know this. No, you need to know the doctor things. You don't necessarily need to know the financial stories. So I think it's also important for people to know, Naz, that it's, it's judgment free. Absolutely. You know, um, the reason that you and I do what we do is because we understand that not everyone has the same tools available to them. Not everyone has the same knowledge. It doesn't mean that you have a PhD and I'm calling you Dr. So-and-so or Professor So-and-so. And it doesn't matter even if you're just an entrepreneur that has no education but has built 
a couple of million rands worth in assets. You know, it, it doesn't matter. What does matter is that if you need help, you need to understand that there is help out there for you. And that every single business and individual for that matter, um, we all have different needs. We all have different circumstances. We're all in a different space in life. So what looks to you as stress may not be my stress. And what my stress is may not be yours completely at all. So, you know, there's some people that can handle, you know, you can, you can handle stress to a certain level. And we end up with all these masks, you know, we cover ourselves with these masks and we say, we're going to be okay. But the financial fear, the money fear, that's a number you can't get away from. From an emotional side, you may be able to hide your emotions and people may not be able to get to the bottom of it. And that's where your expertise come in. But when you look at the financial part of it, it's a number game. You know, at the end of the day, not paying your rent, not paying the service provider, not paying your car payments, for example, or having the interest rate accumulate, sooner or later, you will end up in debt review. Sooner or later, your car will be picked up from your home. You know, you might have to then go into insolvency. So before you get to that stage, you know, ownership also plays a huge role in it. Owning up that you have a problem with regards to your money and making sure that I have a problem. I need to seek help. I may not be in the best situation, but I'd rather seek assistance and get someone to navigate me, help me through it, help me find a solution. And I think a lot of the times people end up thinking they're in a worse of situation because they're clouded. They're clouded by they, their emotions, they're clouded, they're clouded by their fear that they've let this go so far. And, you know, when I go in and I have a look at it, it's actually not, okay, some of it is really, really bad, but some is really, really workable. You know, there are certain things that you can tweak. You have to be also conscious of it. You're also going to stick to it because the rule is accountability. And, and I think that can be a huge solution in helping practices, individuals, corporates, into being more financially literate, but taking control of their finances. So the important takeaway is, is that we need to be financially literate to a certain extent, but we don't have to be financial experts. We don't have to be financial gurus. But know your way around a bit of it. And not even to say, oh, I'm in trouble now. You know, you might think, oh, I manage it quite well, but could I manage it better? Absolutely. You know, you could be a person that, um, right, you could be putting 10% or 15% away every single month that you're saving it, but you could be using a bank account. That's not going to be earning you any more value than just the basic interest, which then is going to be to know those rules, but you are good at saving. But that saving could be used towards a tax-free investment. That saving could be used to other means of investing that could add more value and create more wealth in your business and in your personal capacity. So there are opportunities where people could lose out because, you know, you're in a safe haven. So you could be doing all the other things. You know, 80% of your, of your method could be working perfectly fine, but you could be losing out on the 20% that could add another 30% to your portfolio. Or, or your business for that matter. And so it's very much about, you know, maybe you're just needing a bit fine tuning or a bit of validation that, yes, you are on the right track. Um, so it doesn't have to be like, whoa, there's nothing right here, or um, this is the worst case you've ever seen kind of story. 
Um, a lot of, you know, I always talk about monsters under the bed. And, you know, we have these things that scare us and they're like monsters under the bed. And as long as we don't get off the bed and go look underneath and say, hey, what kind of monster are you? Um, and then discover that they're not nearly as scary as we think they are in our minds. But what you do is, is when you work with a professional, it's not you on your own going to look at the monster under the bed. You're taking your professional with. And like, you know, in a financial situation, you say, Naz, you go get that monster under the bed. Let's go, let's go together. Let's get it out and discover what kind of little monster it is. You know, is it, is it purple with funny teeth or, you know, and then what can we do about it together? And then suddenly monsters under beds aren't so scary. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you just a little example of someone that I've been coaching and, you know, they've been giving off their services for free, right? Understanding that they're giving back, but they were giving to a profession that that person was making money out of that training, but this person was not making any money at all. And when, 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 when the, the person sat down with me and we broke down, why isn't my practice growing? Why, why aren't I making enough money to be able to not just pay my bills because that's just making do. I want to make more money. You know, I, so I did a little exercise with the person and, and what we calculated is that you're giving a free service, a service that could potentially earn you more money, that could add to the revenue of your business. And at the same time, you are developing another person in that profession. You're giving off your skills. If you're giving skills, you're giving time. If you're giving time, time is money. Why aren't you charging for it? And we then drop an entire program where this this practice now is charging for that skill and adding revenue to the business. You know, it's just a small little thing, but it's something that you wouldn't think of from a RAND perspective. But pennies make RANDs. You know, pennies make pounds. And, and, and that's what you want. You want to be able to grow the pounds. We know the pound is against the rand. So I'd rather, you know, grow the pounds. Um, but, you know, by di diversifying your business, you are diversifying your portfolio. If you're diversifying your portfolio, you are getting different income streams that then has the potential for more growth. Yes, so it's quite reassuring to actually take courageous action and to say, okay, and what I'm listening to is, you know, listening to you speak of saying, right, we could sit together and unpack different things, understand how does this work, how does that work, um, see how it all works together. And because you're not in it, you're overseeing it, things would be a lot, and obviously because you're an expert in financial matters, it's things then become a lot more apparent to you of what are the possibilities, what are the options compared to the person like just living their day-to-day -day life of like no time, no time, don't know how, and off they go. Absolutely. I mean, at, at the end of it all, I mean, when you go to a lawyer, why do you go see a lawyer? Because you need expert advice. You're in a situation that needs a specific person that can assist you out of a specific situation. Now, Money Matters has a vast variety because you've got a personal entity and you've got a business entity. So on a personal level, I can, I can come in, I can coach you, put up a budget for you, see where you are, help you, help you to invest, help you to 
break down the fears, the emotional trauma, because you can also have emotional trauma that leads to you having fear of money. And it could stem from your youth, from you growing up. And people don't understand that, but there's a lot of times the fear of spending or the fear of not spending does stem from childhood right? You've got that one part. And then you have the business part of it. So if you're a business entity, if you're a practice, you could be spending too much time focusing on the nitty gritty, as opposed to looking at the bigger picture. And that's where I come in. You know, I give you an overview where there are things that you wouldn't dare see in your business as opportunity, or you could be spending too much money on something that you shouldn't be spending, you know? And I think having an honest person go through it with a fine tooth comb, you know, to, to say, let's put little baskets in place. What does this have to do with your business from a financial space? How is it going to affect you for the future? How do you see your growth in your business? And I think that's the key to unpacking a business or a personal profile. And I think what's, what's quite different and to point out is, is that when you go to a coach like me, for instance, I may guide you in terms of coming up with here are the options, this is what you could do, whatever. But because financial is really there's A, B, or C, yes, you may be saying to the person A, B, and C, but you're not going to wait for 10 years for them to come up with A, B, and C themselves because you they'd wait a long time for them to come up with A, B, and C when you don't know A, B, and C are options. Exactly. And if, if, if you look at a, a life coach like yourself, Colleen, you are unpacking the emotional side to that person trying to be a better version of themselves, right? Uh, Be it from a professional perspective, from a personal perspective, from an emotional. I mean, they could have had a number of trauma, a lot of things that would happen to them for for them to be able to seek help from you. But a lot of those things could have been that they, due to their trauma, they could have overspent and put themselves into financial difficulty. Through the trauma, they could have been leading to a divorce, or they may be suicidal, or they overworked and they overstressed. Think about all of those circumstances. Every single one of them has a monetary value to it. You either end up overspending, overextending yourself, and putting yourself into financial difficulty somewhere along the line that leads to stress, leads to you not coping with life, leads to them coming knocking on your door. And, and a lot of the times, uh, people like you and I, work well together because we understand both facets of the life. We understand the, the emotional life part, and then we understand the financial side and try to have some sort of a solution or a plan. Remember, it's not something that's done overnight, but it's some things that can be tweaked and that you can't make small changes in your financial situation. It may not be in your emotional situation because that's a longer road, you know, in terms of unpacking emotional trauma and stress and so forth. But from a financial space, you can sit down with a person, you can draw up a plan. They need to be honest. They need to be transparent. They need to be truthful to themselves. And that's the only way that we can hold their hand and help them. Okay, so on holding hands, let's go for another break and then we'll be back for our next part. Maybe in our next part, you could share some stories with us of, you know, just to make it more real for our listeners. But let's go for that break. The world has changed. What we do today will define our tomorrow. We will keep changing how we design, how we choose materials, and how we make our products. We're turning using into reusing and recycling. 
Already more than half of our materials are recycled, organic, or sustainably sourced. By 2030, it will be 100%. Let's change for tomorrow. You're listening to Ruga Online. One of the questions that came up on social media is how to manage unpaid invoices. Hi, uh, what I would suggest when it comes to unpaid invoices, you need to have a track record. Use a reputable company that actually does collections for you to make sure that your invoices are paid on time. And then also put in a, a penalty charge. You know, if people don't pay their invoices between a certain period of time, that would then assist you in not only keeping track, but also understanding how those invoices make a, makes a huge impact in terms, in terms of your inventory of monies received and monies going out. And I think unpaid invoices are one of the biggest problems for any practice out there. And I think finding a reputable company that can actually collect, like a collection company, would help you. Or a person that could work in your business that is completely um, affluent with how to do collections effectively. Thank you. Kick off with the biggest character deal only at PEP. Babies, teas and vests, only $39.99. Kids, just $44.99. Buy any two and score a saving of 10. More deals, more fun in store. Life's better with Pep. You're listening to Vuga Online. Welcome back. You're tuned to Healthcare Hour with Pauline Quist. Today we're looking at financial literacy. We're looking at not, not feeling scared that you do not seek professional help for, for those numbers. And there are lots of numbers in a business. There's lots of numbers, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you are a professional who's opened a practice, um, whether you have opened your own business or you work for corporate. There are a lot of numbers, you know, like just like how do we make the money in and the money out? How do we make it go further, better? Um, I think as well, you know, Naz, we're seeing that a lot of people are getting into debt. Absolutely. Debt is one of the biggest problems that we have currently in South Africa. Um, I mean, if COVID was anything to teach us is that people didn't have savings. People didn't have a little kitty. They didn't have an emergency fund. And all of a sudden, you know, you're either without a job, a reduction in your salary, you, your health has taken a knock and you are unemployable. And what do you do? You have not made provisions. So I think debt definitely plays a huge role. And having to sit down, I mean, like you, before we uh, had a break, you said, can we get some success stories? You know, can we get, I'll give you a success story and I'll give you a not so success story because that's real life, right? You can't have only the good without the bad. Um, so one of them would be a client of mine uh, that had gotten ill and during COVID and had made sure that they had an emergency fund. They had income protection. They had certain things to be able to cover their business expenses. So they couldn't work during the specific period of time but they had overhead expenses cover. So the business was covered for the expenses. That means they could keep the lights on. They could pay the salaries. They had leasing of equipment. All of that could get paid while they could stay at home and actually heal. A huge big difference there. And I think we just lost Naz for a moment. Let's just see if she's coming back to us. 
but so important. So to be able to put contingencies in place. They had a plan. They had okay, Sorry, Naz, we, we just lost you for a moment. Okay. I think your signal just dipped for a moment. So you were saying that he, the person had put contingencies in place. The person had put contingency in place. They were covered. They didn't have... Okay, can you hear me more clearly now? Yeah, now we can hear you. Better bandwidth. Okay, okay, okay guys, so this so. is what happens with tech. This is when we connect with people all over. Um, these are reality of... Okay, so you were saying that your client had put in contingencies they did have, you know, for the rainy day? Yes, and that actually assisted them to making sure that they, their business did not close doors or that they did not suffer the consequences of losing staff, not being able to pay salaries, and, and, and. Then on the other hand, I had another client that did not follow the protocol, that did not say, you know, that said tomorrow, you know, it's, I, don't, I don't have to do it right now. You know what? I'm still young. Um, I still have time on my side. Nothing bad's going to happen. I'm super healthy. And boom, something bad had happened and it wasn't COVID. They'd been diagnosed with cancer. And all of a sudden, life had changed. They could not work the hours that they, could, they were supposed to work. They had not taken out the cover that they were supposed to take. They couldn't pay their rental in their practice. And they had they actually lost their entire business. And whatever savings that they had, they had depleted it because they had not followed the plan. So there is a good and a bad. I'm only a tool. I can only assist you to a certain point. If you don't take the measure to action it, that's all it is. It is a plan on paper. So even though I am good at what I do and I try to make sure that my clients follow through with my advice, it doesn't always mean that there is a pot of gold at the end of that rainbow because people tend to think tomorrow will come and tomorrow is yet another day. I will not be affected. Uh, my health would not deteriorate. Something bad would not happen. I mean, that's a, that's a one. I've got another case where the partner in the business had passed away. So the one person was completely completely taken care of. They had a plan. They had an emergency fund. They had their contingency plan. And the business partner was completely not prepared. And the partner had passed away and the business suffered. So you've got different avenues of where a financial situation could hit you for different reasons and impact you, impact your home, impact your children, impact your financial status, impact your, your staff. So I think you could work on different ways to be able to look at how does the financial impact have on my business? How does the financial impact have on my personal life and on the people that, that, is, that I'm responsible for? Yes, so it's, and I like what you've said there is, is that it's really about you can give somebody options, but they need to take their options because it's their life, not yours. It's their business, not yours. And basically making sure that the, the choices that people make do have consequences. And it's also about them then owning those consequences as a result. Absolutely. Because I can't stand here or sit here and talk to you and give you only the good stories. There are bad stories because there are people, we're all human beings. We all strive to be better than who we are, or we at least try to be a better version. 
but it doesn't mean that every single person is going to take, you know, the information and actually action it. So the responsibility and accountability comes in. And this person didn't listen to me. They had a plan. They, they waited. They procrastinated. Or they just didn't think it was important enough. What you may think is important to you and what I may think is important to you, you know, we have a difference of opinion. But it's, also, it's always the client's opinion that ultimately counts. Um, yeah, so, so that's good to know. But what's also interesting then is, you know, you, you may be sitting there and saying, you know, I see a lot of people have, oh, but it won't happen to me. Or, you know, I'm young. I don't need X, Y, Z because I'm young. So but yes, like when people say they're good drivers well, have somebody else crash into you and you can still be a good driver, but you sit with consequences. You know, I think the key here, Colleen, is consequences. You know, you got to understand that for you not doing what you need to do. I mean, think about it. If you were going to buy a practice, wouldn't you do the due diligence? Wouldn't you make sure that you have active clients or patients in that business? Wouldn't you make sure that the turnover of that business was good enough for you to be able to Put, invest your capital into that business. You want a sound financial business that is able to earn you the money that you are expecting. The same way that you need to have to make sure that from a financial perspective, you have a good financial plan for your business, for your succession planning, for an emergency. Make sure the numbers add up. If I have to take a loan on my business, can I afford to pay for it? If I'm going to buy a car in my business, can I afford to pay for it? If I need equipment, have I saved enough for those equipments? Do I have the right staff that is going to see the opportunity of growing this business and this practice? You know, as an individual, you know, have I invested enough in my education? Did I study enough and did I put money away that I can then build on my education to be able to move forward in my corporate career? Every single one of those things have a financial element to it. Yeah, and I think, you know, when you build, when you break it down into the list of, okay, what about this, what about this, what about that? And then it's not like, you know, having to like accomplish them all in five seconds. It's just about saying, you know, when you talk about each thing and you go, okay, where are we with this? Where are we with that? Whatever. And you document it. Then the person has got a plan. There's there's action. There's what can we do? As opposed to this, this um, you know, where you just sit there freezing on top of your bed with the monster under it and you, you're not acting on it. Yeah, I think, you know, it's about having a plan that does not mean that it has to be executed immediately. Um, like I do a session, you know, purely on goal setting. So if you if you if you if we meet at the end of the year, what have you done for the past year in terms of your goals? Have you achieved it? Your financial goals, right? And then at that end of the year, we then set new goals for the following year. Realistic goals, small term goals, medium term goals, and long term goals. Because whether you're in a business or a practice, entrepreneur, or you're in corporate, or you're just an individual. Every single person should have goals. You should be striving to attain something in your life and something bigger and better every year. It has to get better. You cannot take two steps forward in life and then take five steps back. But we also need to understand that life has reality in it. Anything bad can happen to you, but at the same time, anything good can happen to you. 
So we need to make sure that you provide for the good and the bad and that you have a timeline. Timelines are important. You know, it sets the tone for you to be a better business person or a better individual in the long run. Yeah, and in that, you know, when you're setting financial goals, it's important about, yes, that's what the horizon looks like. That's what I'm wanting to achieve. But what's so nice when you work with a professional is I want that over there. Okay, but that over there is so far. But what are the little steps? What must I do tomorrow? And so that's when you're actually plotting and putting in the timeline of, okay, by tomorrow, we're going to do this. By next week, you will have done that. By April next year, we will have done X, Y, Z. And so then achieving that huge big goal on the horizon is bite-sized little elephant pieces. You know, how do we eat the elephant? One bite at a time. So our financial coach will sit with you to work out what those bite-sized pieces are and also do the journey with you while you're eating those bite-sized pieces so that you can actually eat the whole elephant together then. I think the key is the journey, Colleen. You actually put it right on the point there. It's, it's a journey. You know, financial literacy is not something that you can just all of a sudden wake up tomorrow and decide, I want to be financially literate. I mean, I've been in this, in this industry for over 28 to 29 years, and it's taken a lot from me to be able to understand what an individual wants, what, what, what a practice is looking for. Um, and, and in terms of financial literacy, every single entity or person or what drives you is different. So, you know, having to eat that elephant small bites at a time, you also need assistance. And I think a lot of the times people get lost in the fact that if I ask for help, it means I'm weak. It doesn't mean you're weak. It just means that you need a strong person to assist you to go to that next level. You know, it's a stepping stone in the right direction, but a stepping stone in terms of knowledge. Remember, what I'm imparting is knowledge. Knowledge that's going to take you through for many, many, many years to come. And you're going to also impart that to the people that you work with or people that work for you. And that also could benefit your family life. Your children could benefit out of it. So it is a win-win situation. It's not you know, something where you are stuck in a box and there's no growth. The only thing that you would benefit out of this is growth, but growth in a positive way. And just on that is when we take away financial stress, when we address what is causing us the stress, the, you know, the numbers, the financial stories, the things we may not know about, when we actually face them, our anxiety levels go down. We become better employers. We become better partners. We become better parents. Um, and even in ourselves, we sleep better. We feel better. It's not something that is like gnawing away at you at two in the morning where you can't sleep. So exactly. it's, so, it's so important. Yes. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of people don't understand um, that when you end up seeing a life coach like yourself, Colleen, and when the money part creeps up, people don't realize that there are people out there like myself that can assist them specifically on their financial situation. You know, uh, breaking down what are the wants and what are the needs in terms of your financial space. Um, in terms of a business, what is good for your business? What is not good for your business? You know, and I think, like you mentioned, you know, it, it has a positive impact all around, 
when you're in a good space. And it also has a negative impact in terms of you not being able to control or to be able to handle your financial situation. Okay, so on that big ripple, whether it's a positive ripple or a negative ripple, let's go for our last break. And then when we come back, we're going to ask Naz to sum up things for us. What are the take-homes? What's the one action you need to be taking? But let's go for that break. Give a little, help a lot. Make getting back to school easier for families by paying towards their PEP lay-by. Give as little as 2 Rand in-store or 20 Rand online. Make a difference. Become a lay-by buddy today. More music, more inspiration. Fuga online. Welcome back. You tuned to Healthcare Hour with Colleen Quist. Today we've been looking at those scary things called numbers, those scary things called financials, uh, no, knowing what you need to do, being financially literate, and knowing that you don't have to do it on your own. We've been talking to Naz Turkey, who is a financial coach. She's also an entrepreneur and a global motivational speaker. And she's been assuring us that, you know what, we can breathe because together you can. So Naz, what, as a take home, what, what's the one action that people need to be able to take? I think ownership stands out for me because if you own up to the fact that you have a problem and you need help, uh, that's the first step to actually finding a solution because You know, you could be in this position for a very, very long time and your health could take a toll, your family life could take a toll, your business life could take a toll. So I think for me, ownership and accountability is the key because ownership is means I have a problem. Accountability is I need to seek help. And and, and, And seeking help does not mean I'm a weak person again. Let me please put that out there. You know, a lot of people think of their money matters and they're supposed to know it all or they're supposed to have it all together. Absolutely not. Please, we are human beings. You know, at the end of the day, that's the reason why people like myself and Colleen have jobs like this. And that's why we are passionate to educate and inform you so that you make good business and financial decisions in your life that's going to assist you, but not for today, today, tomorrow and for the future. Okay, so yes, on that, thank you so much for joining us, Naz. Thank you for um, just allowing the listener to know that they're not alone, to know that there is a solution out there. I know in financial matters that sometimes people are in debt and they have this idea of no, but I can't afford to get a financial coach. I can't afford to invest in myself. And let me leave you with this idea of, you know, you cannot afford not to. Thank you, Colleen, for having me. It's been a pleasure. Okay, so you have been tuned to Healthcare Hour with Colleen Quist on VUCA Online Radio, your inspiration radio station. Please remember that you are loved, that you matter, and that you're not alone. And I'll see you next time.